You're listening to the Kaiju Apostle podcast, Building a Bridge Edition. Thanks for tuning in to the Kaiju Apostle podcast, building a bridge edition. This is a little different than what we normally do. So if you're looking for a deep analysis of Kaiju and tokusatsu films, not the episode to listen to. We've got plenty of those, though. But if you're wanting something that uh, would hopefully encourage some positive things in the fandom like we strive to do, then uh, I encourage you to keep on listening Um, just to give a little bit of uh, clarity and context on what this is before you listen to the actual episode. And so about a month or so ago, I wrote an article about building a bridge in the fandom. And I made an analogy of just kind of this divide between I like the monster fights and I like the humans, right? And we kind of touched on that in one of the episodes already. Um, But Chris and I were talking about how can we do something to kind of fill up some time in between episodes, right? Because it's just bi-weekly at this point. And we, we thought that it might be interesting and helpful to highlight people in the fandom that are making a difference. People that through their artwork or the posts that they share and just the way that they try to encourage listening and understanding, right? Um, we want to highlight these people. And not only just that, but highlighting people that maybe have a different opinion than you, right? I, I think, you know, ultimately in this fandom, we have a lot of very opinionated people, which is awesome. But we need to remember that People who have different opinions, that's not a bad thing. And we should encourage ourselves to listen and to try to comprehend why people may feel differently. So the goal of these episodes is just to kind of highlight voices that, you know, just to highlight the the, the variation, the differences within this fandom, how, you know, as uh, our guest will explain, we're all coming together for the same reason, because we love Godzilla and we love these films. We may love different films. And we may love them for different reasons, but ultimately, that's why we're here. So yeah, hopefully you enjoy this episode of the podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear some feedback, see what you think. Um, if you have anyone that you think would be a good fit for this, I would love. we would love to hear from you as well. Um, but also, we do have an announcement at the end of the episode. So if you could uh, tune in for that as well. I know a lot of people don't listen to bumpers on podcasts, but uh, it would mean a lot if you did. So And here we go. All right. So for this first episode of Building a Bridge, I've got Unite underscore Godzilla underscore fans. Uh, That's his Instagram handle. Joining me tonight. How are you doing? Doing great. Good, sir. How are you doing tonight? Good. And I I realize I'm going to refer to you as a UGF from here on out. (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) But yeah, so... uh, I've already kind of done an introduction for what we're doing with this episode, but uh, like I like I brought up to you, um, the reason why I wanted you to start this out here is uh, joining Instagram, I guess the Instagram Godzilla fandom, it's almost like there's all these different subsets, right? Mm-hmm, but yeah. uh, joining earlier in the year, um, which, wow, it's already been a year, uh, you were one <laughs> of the first people that I actually started talking to on a more one-to-one basis. Um, because I found when I got involved, 
And this isn't a slight. It was just a bunch of 13 and 14 year olds, which that's <laughs> fine. You know, like I'm, I'm glad that you guys are interested in Godzilla. But I mean, let's be honest, there is definitely a little bit of a disconnect between 14 year olds and 30 year olds. So there's only so much that I'm like, I've, I need to talk to someone that's more my age. And uh-huh. I think it was right around G Fest is when I found you on there and we started chatting a bit. And uh, I, I just immediately was drawn to the fact that your whole Instagram is centered around trying to unite Godzilla fans. Like that's something that coming into the fandom, leaving the Star Wars fandom, I've realized like that's so important. So. I wanted to start out with that because this is really why I'm doing this segment of the podcast is how can we not only hear another person's story, right? We're, we're so eager to speak over people. We don't hear what they have to say. So how do we kind of take a minute to step back and listen to someone else's story, but also sharing stories uh, from people that I believe are doing positive things in the fandom that maybe aren't being recognized for that. So like I said, that's why I wanted to start out with you. And so I guess for the first part, uh, you know, if you could tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, um, obviously outside of Godzilla and Kaiju fan, uh, films. Um, absolutely. And, and thank you very much for having me. Um, outside of the fandom and the social media world, I am a manager in retail. I live alone. Um, I'm all around 20 guy. I like to go out do haunted stuff go on haunted uh areas uh driving movie theaters you know very um worldly activities i guess to say <laughs> and um you know kind of just you know live life day to day there's there's really not much else you know i also hang with my lovely woman every day who is awesome and she's very supportive of my uh godzilla nerdism um, which is always good to have. Absolutely. Uh, um, you know, and then that's that's my basic life. You know, the I guess now getting into the franchise of it, and you know what it's done. Um, you know, there's there's more to that than um, I can even express. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things that has helped me and has helped a lot of people throughout their lives. You know. Absolutely. And I think that's something that a lot of people looking from the outside in, they're like, well, why do you guys spend so much time on, you know, movies with dudes in suits? Right. And I kind of want to be like, <laughs> well, a lot of time it's coming from people who love sports, which as someone who used to play sports, I'm kind of like, yeah, but you're also watching games with people in suits too. like what's really the difference. Right. Here? Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah. So what what got you into Godzilla to begin with? I mean, I, for the, this is my, this is, I quote my mother on this one because she always tells me the story and I always <laughs> ask her because I tend to forget. Yeah. Um, I was always into dinosaurs. Um, I did Tyrannosaurus Rex was definitely my favorite one, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh boy, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and she recalls, and like I said, I'm quoting her on this one, that one day it was, um, when the television station TNT was around, they had Monster Vision. Mm hmm. And um, this was what year? She told me to. I forgot the year. Um, somewhere in the nineties, early nineties. Uh, Godzilla versus Mothra was on, and I said, "Big lizard that breathes fire." Okay, this yeah. is cool. 
I need to know more. And ever since then, I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and it's just been a huge impact and a, a stamp in my life. And and to clarify, you're talking about Mothra vs. Godzilla, right? The one in the 60s? Or yes, the, 90s? the 1964 film. No, 1964. Okay. Yeah, because that's the thing where people, you know, they'll be like, yeah, my favorite's Godzilla vs. Mothra. I'm like, okay. So to continue this conversation, I need to clarify which one we're talking about. If it's one from the nineties, then uh... <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll talk about things. I'm not. I'm always good with titles. I'm just like, yeah, Godzilla versus Martha, and and in fact, you're right. It is Martha versus Godzilla. So yeah, and it, and it's funny. Someone brought up in another podcast about how uh, it's almost apt that they call it Martha versus Godzilla because it's almost more of a Mothra film than a Godzilla film, like the way it's shot yeah, yeah. and the the feel of it. So I'm like, oh, it is kind of appropriate that they did that. That's true. It is. It is. Godzilla is kind of the uh, the co-host. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, let, let's let's just go ahead and ask the question. Like, what is your favorite Godzilla film? Oh, I, I will say this to the day I die, and the most emotional one: Godzilla vs. Destroyer. Yeah. That um, I love the the effects used in it. Mm-hmm. The 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 suit and the Godzilla's design alone was just such a gnarly design. It definitely showed his anger, mm-hmm. his strength, his power, that his own body is his worst enemy. Hmm. And I think there are times as we're growing up where we feel that way. You know, it's like well, we're going through these emotions and we're dealing with life and it's just like, I have this burning, raging fire inside of me that's going to explode. <laughs> For any uh, of the, the male listeners, we all know how that is growing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. And, and you know, it just even Destroyer himself, or I don't know how to say it properly. Don't give me any no, slack. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I know it's O R O. I, I, I just always says Destoroya, but that's just how okay. I say it. The red guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the red guy, the, the devil. Um, and it, it, that he was just a gnarly foe, man. Like you can't get any better than that, right there. Yeah, it's, it's one of those films that even for the people I think that don't love it, it's hard not to appreciate a lot about it. I mean. I, I don't think I can resonate necessarily with like the whole like, you know, the, I think it's a meme that's going around when the girl is like, you didn't cry during Titanic. And then it's bringing up all the scenes from this film. Right. So like I can't <laughs> quite resonate with that. But at the same time, I mean, there is just something like at this point, it, you know, granted, I wasn't watching the films as it came out, but this really felt like the end of an era. You know, it's like we bring Godzilla back and then we kill him off. You know, we didn't have that in mm-hmm. the, the, the Showa era, right? And then all of a sudden, the Heisei era, it's like, we're going to bring him back and then we're going to kill him. It's supposed to be like this really big, meaningful thing. And then America screwed up Godzilla and Toho's like, nope, we're going to try this again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, Man, hands down, hands down, dude. And I mean, just the way they ended it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have that beautiful music, that sad, beautiful music. Oh, geez, yeah. That just overpowers everything and that last final roar from the king himself you you just 
I mean, I'll tell you what, 95 watching that, I, I cried heavily. I was like, oh, no, no, I can't do this. And just tears flowing down my face. And it did. I was probably scarred for a little bit, but <laughs> to to be like, to, for anyone to say, like, I don't like that movie because of it, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, that's such a iconic scene yeah. and movie. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is I feel like at least in the circles that I found myself gravitating towards, even the people who are maybe a little bit more critical of the film, there's still a lot they appreciate about it. Right. I mean, at the right. end of the day, like I even think like with the Heisei era, like the best films bookend it where you have, you know, Return of Godzilla and then you have Desiroya. Like those are my two favorite out of the whole era. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's 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 a lot better than some people make it out to be. Um, I think is definitely something people can be a little bit too critical about. So, <laughs> so obviously you love Godzilla. There's, there's no way around that, mm-hmm. but do you find yourself watching similar films in the genre? Like, do you watch any other tokusatsu films, kaiju films, anything like that? I mean, I am, I've been branching out like, um, this past year's G Fest, mm-hmm. uh, they were playing on one TV channel all all Japanese movies, and they were showing like the Ultraman franchise, mm-hmm. and I I got into an Ultraman through that way, and it's kind of like I definitely try to be open minded about it, but something it just doesn't catch me as well. Like the Ultraman movies, they're cool, you know, they have the the elements of you know guy in a rubber suit uh you know miniatures being destroyed big kaiju rampaging on and on but it never seems to catch me the way godzilla films have but i definitely if i see something that's um looks eye-opening i'm like yeah i'm check i'll check it out like i think it's um uh what is it the howl in the fog or something yeah like that. yeah yeah that looks incredible it really does and it's and it's I'm like so excited to like when it comes out, like I need to watch this movie because it has so many new elements to it, but it still has a monster in it. Yeah. And that's awesome. It still has that classic feel. And it's uh for our listeners, it's how from beyond the fog is the name. You were ah, you okay. didn't fail the test. So ah. But so I mean, have <laughs> you watched be. anything like the original Rodan, Mothra, War of the Gargantuas, anything like that? I mean, because technically those aren't Godzilla I'm, films. Right. I've seen them. I've seen Mothra and Rodan. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't seen the Gargantuan films. I've saw uh, what was that one? I can't remember the name. The um, Atragon. Is that how Atragon. you say it? I'm yep. bad at this. There you go. Saw that one, and I only saw it because of Godzilla: Final Wars. I wanted to know the history of it, and like. You know, because it was such a big deal that it was in there. And I'm like, why is that such a big deal? Well, there was a movie mm-hmm. of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me check it out. So, um, the the War of Gargantua movies, I, I kind of don't have the biggest interest in seeing them. I don't know. I just, it's like, all right, yeah. that's cool. They fight big, giant, big <laughs> fighting. I don't want to call it. Yeah. Cool. All right. But, um... Other than that, it's like, you know, I, I mean, personally, I would love to see maybe a, a King Ghidorah film standalone. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool. Um, I mean, even I do love the Mothra trilogy. I thought those were phenomenal. 
Yeah, they're definitely, uh, definitely underrated for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, actually, this year G Fest, my main go-to was getting a original Grand King Ghidorah figure. Um, that was like my main go-to from uh, from Author Every Birth mm-hmm. Three or whatever it's called. Um, because I just I find that design absolutely menacing and insanely awesome. Um, so that's like I don't like completely like limit myself to just Godzilla movies. If I see something, I'll catch my eye. I'm like, all right, let me check it out. See how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, it is we're, we're at that point with society. Um, but just with technology and everything where we can expose ourselves to newer things that you couldn't even like 10, 15 years ago, it was so much harder to watch these films. Right. I mean, you know, just this year alone, we finally got King Kong vs. Godzilla in Japanese released legally in the United States. Like it took that long for that to be the case. So I think it's just one of those things where, you know, if you're exposed to it, you know, most people don't dislike it. Right. I mean, like what was your just kind of overall thoughts about like Atragon, for example? I mean, I don't know if you watched it in the Japanese or English, but I mean, that's personally one of I, I, I do Japanese, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Okay, good man, good man. <laughs> I mean, it was it was cool. It definitely had my attention, mm-hmm. and you know, for that little bit of uh, Manda, which um, you know, that's it was cool to see that kaiju in that movie and, and kind of get the base of that. I was like, all right, like, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, the Atragon design is is pretty gnarly too because it actually reminds you of something from like the ninja turtles yeah, like the that. cartoon um and so that to me was like all right i can and you know in quotes relate to it in that sense that it reminded me of something old that i liked as well um so it was a cool i definitely if they would make like something else with that i'll be mulling down to watch it yeah see i like i saw atragon for the first time and I really just felt like it was the film. Like if you watch Godzilla vs. Megalon, like so much of that is just really ripped from Atragon, but not done nearly <laughs> as well, in my opinion. Um, you just replace right. the Empire of Mu with uh, the Seatopians, and it's pretty similar. Mm. Um, you good old Seatopians. Jeez. Yeah, so what about <laughs> this past year? I mean, what what was your favorite non-Godzilla film? this past year who um it chapter two really yeah i i love what they did with that film and i love that they did in two parts Mm -hmm. um that they had the children go first and then the adults um i think the cast that they got to kind of show the growth of the kids spot on even for you know the chubby kid ben who grows up to be this you know i guess he's a millionaire or whatever and he's you know dashing and whatnot um they did a phenomenal job and pennywise it's even cooler to see him be more nasty Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of times where he's ripping you know kids in half and whatnot. I was like, oh, okay. And then it also, it has a little humor to mm-hmm. it as well. I don't actually, um, 
forgot the guy's name. Uh, but he brings in the comic relief to uh, it. Bill Hader. And it's not. Yes, Bill Hader. I was going to say Chris Hader or Hager. And I was like, ugh, I'm going to get wrecked for this. <laughs> but um, he he brings that to the table. And it's not like that one dude in uh, King of the Monsters who kind of just slings it across the room. You're like, oh, that was funny. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of get a good laugh out of what he's doing in uh, Chapter 2. So that was definitely my favorite movie of the year aside from King of the Monsters. <laughs> yeah, so I grew up watching the original with Tim Curry, like as a kid, you know, mm, and then classic. as an adult, I'm just like, I want nothing to do with this. Like, I don't I don't <laughs> want to touch it at all. I, I started watching the first chapter and I got to the sewer scene just in the beginning. I'm like, nope, I'm done. Ooh. I am done with this. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's any film that has to do with kids is really hard now being mm. a parent. Like I, I even remember watching, God, it was an episode of Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and these kids were being kidnapped. And like, I was in, I was an emotional wreck and I'm like, I hate my life. So I'm not even going to touch <laughs> A movie like this, I just <laughs> I can't do it. Um, no, I mean I can understand that. Yeah. So here at the end, because um, you know, like I said in the introduction, you know, the the goal here is just to have a small conversation and really just hear from different people with different opinions, just to remind everyone that like we're all coming to the same fandom, you know, with different interests and different you know, perspectives, but ultimately all should be welcome to the table. I really believe that um, unless, you know, you're a neo-Nazi, then you can stay away. But <laughs> that being said, I mean, you know, my the ultimate question here is like, what does the fandom mean to you? And what do you feel like, not necessarily that we're doing wrong, but like, what are you trying to do to invest in the fandom? Because I, I think that's kind of setting this first episode um, I had someone actually message me on Twitter earlier or not message me. They had uh, posted something along the lines of like, I don't feel like I interact with a lot of people on here. Does that make me a bad person? I'm like, well, of course it doesn't make you a bad person. But at the end of the day, we can't just expect to take, right? You know, if we just take and take and take right. and take and take, there's going to be nothing left. Part of a fandom is we have to invest as well. So if we want to see a fandom grow and be healthy, then we have to invest those things. So all of that said, like what does the fandom mean to you and what are you trying to do to invest in this fandom so that it could be the best that it can be? I mean, you know, growing up in the nineties, we didn't have social media. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have any of this and there was really no way to interact with other fans. I only, the only thing I ever went to that was Godzilla related was back in 95. Uh, before G-Fest was called G-Fest, it was called G-Con. And they had it in New York City. And I went there and, you know, you, you, you had the people, the adults talking to other adults and whatever. Not many kids were there. So I was like, eh, I kind of feel left out. I really don't know what's going on. I went to just buy some things with my father who took me at the time. And, um, you know, it was that. And then as I grew up, I was like, man, I wish I had more people to interact with and talk to because, you know, like, I want to share. I want to know other people's opinions and hear what they say and have great conversations. And then as uh, social media started to come into play and uh, have a huge role in our lives, sadly to say, um, <laughs> you know, 
I was like, all right, you know what? It's time to give back. It's time to give what I didn't have at that time. So honestly, the the page has only been, it's only been over a year old. Um, so it's still pretty new. And, um, you know, I have people sometimes mention me going, um, you know, like how, you know, I want to meet more people and talk to more people. How do I go about doing that? And I'm like, dude, just start talking in the post or just add, go add, like, you know, discuss, Mm -hmm. conversate. And I think one of my biggest, biggest things, and I love saying this is if you find someone that you disagree with or has a different opinion than you find out why learn about their opinions and accept it. It doesn't mean they're not a fan. I mean, we have people who love the 98 film. I don't. And if someone else does, that's cool on them. Hey, let me know why you like that film so much. Really? Okay. Maybe I'll give the film a second chance to see if I see what you see, you know, or vice versa. You know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, you don't like this, then you can't be in here. It's like, you know, I mean, I hear stories about the Star Wars fan base I know nothing about, but I heard that place is like a sludge pool. So, you know, and that's definitely something I don't want to see in this fandom because this fandom has done so much for me in a lot of dark times in my life. And, you know, some of these kids that have messaged, I'm sure you get them as well, like they're going through things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a family struggle, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, you know, what are I doing? I remember telling one dude, I'm like, dude, be Godzilla. Just be Godzilla. You stomp through those struggles. You, you, you do your atomic breath on your enemies. If figuratively speaking, not physically. I'd hope um, so. <laughs> and you push through, you, you, you don't, you don't bow down. You don't, you don't break, you know? And, you know, people have said that's a, you know, why not I think of that? And it's just like, you know, I would love to see these kids carry on because to be real, you know, these younger kids are going to be the reason why Godzilla is still around. Yep. You know, like after we're long and gone, this is, this has got to be protected. And I think we don't need any toxic, uh, things in this fandom because it's such a warm and welcoming feeling. Um, you know, you go to G Fest and you just see the love in all these kids and adults. I've met plenty of adults there. I mean, I've, I've been going for this second, my second year was this year and I've met some really amazing kids, really amazing adults who I talk to on a good basis. Um, and you know, they, they love that as well. They love the positivity in it. And it's like, what's, what's, so what if I don't know who, what uh song title that is or what the camera guy was like who cares yeah if you want to tell me you tell me cool i can learn from you you know we can all learn from each other in this fandom so it's like why be one of those you know elitist fans which boggles my mind that there's such a thing in this franchise and fandom it's like dude we're all the same what but why, why are you acting different? Yeah. And so, something you just brought up is, mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off, ahead, but like, I think you're absolutely right. So there's a, a post that went around and I shared it, I think on Instagram, but it said, you know, you're allowed to like a thing without knowing every single fact about it. 
You're allowed to like a movie without knowing every actor's name, a book without memorizing every page, a video game without knowing all the Easter eggs. Liking things isn't supposed to be stressful. Right. And that's that's a huge thing where even we do our episodes and I'm like, ah, crap, I totally forgot who that person's name is, right? And I even have the notes in front of me. I'm like, come on. But I think speaking to what you're you're talking on here is ultimately we have to take a second and remember that everyone we're having these conversations with is an actual person, right? right? And we don't know what they're going through. And for me, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of things I try to inject in this podcast or even, you know, what I do on like the Instagram page and stuff like that. But ultimately, I feel like, you know, we have a chance here to we can disagree with people and stuff like that, right? But we have a chance to be different. We have a chance to do something different that maybe other fandoms don't. And my my philosophy in all of this is when we disagree with people, you know, we don't know what they're going through in their real life, right? And I think Dietrich Bonhoeffer, he's a he was a Lutheran pastor who was actually uh, captured by the Nazis and executed, um, and he was put to death a few days before World War II even ended. Um, but one of his quotes is, you know, we must learn to regard people less in light of what they do or admit to do and more in light of what they suffer. So when I look at these conversations, you know, first of all, we don't know, we don't always know the age, right? Like if I find out someone's 13, 14, I'm going to be a lot more gracious towards them. And then if, you know, a 30 year old spouting off, I'm like, all right, man, you should know better than that. But, but ultimately, you know, I, I have conversations with numerous people where, you know, one person in particular, obviously, I'm not going to share who they are. But, you know, they had mentioned just, you know, going through not only depression, but like, you know, suicide and all this stuff. And obviously, they didn't go through with it. But these are things that people are going through. So when we go on and we're just antagonizing people, like, we don't think about the ramifications of what could happen in that person's life outside of this stupid disagreement. Right. And I just think, you know, what you said about, you know, taking a chance to like, okay, well, you like this movie for this reason. Maybe I should actually consider that. You know, it doesn't mean you have to change your mind, but at least you could be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I don't agree with you, but it makes sense. Like that right there, I think, would change the tone of these conversations substantially if we would take that time to actually listen and process and consider instead of just trolling all the time. Right. I mean, I have one of my buddies, he loves the, uh, the Godzilla, the series animated show. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like before I was like, no, no, no. Like it's, it's bad. What I was like, no, no, I love it. And then I was like, all right, let me watch it again. Because at the time I was young, you know, 98 came out. So it's like, yeah, why am I going to watch something I hate? You know? Meh. Um, but I gave it a chance and, you know, I could see the appeal. It just wasn't my taste. So, hey, man, thank you for, you know, telling me what you liked. I invested my time in checking it out and it wasn't for me still. But, you know, more power to you, man. Like, go like yeah. it. That's cool. You know? No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, before we close, you definitely need to do your own podcast because having this accent, we, uh, Man, I'm just like, this is what the podcast has been missing. Like ours, I'm like, <laughs> me and Chris are just these Midwesterners that have like no accent at all. And then you jump on here and I'm like, man, like, yeah, we're, uh, 
Ooh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> it's, 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 it's I, I grew up in New York for uh, I lived in New York for 26 years, and I've been a Jersey resident for I don't even know now. But um, my New York accent has not left, and it's the funniest thing ever. Is when people hear me talk, they're like, "That's what you sound like." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, I never would have guessed it. I mean, it's just yeah, it's it was funny. As soon as we started talking earlier, I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be a fun episode." <laughs> Um, but UGF, I, I do appreciate you taking the time to to talk about this because, you know, this is exactly encapsulate, encapsulates bleh, what, <laughs> what I'm wanting to do with this. And to be fair, I know Chris isn't a part of this episode, but this is something we both discussed and felt like this would, um, kind of help not only provide a little bit more content since we're only bi-weekly with the movies, but just giving, like I said, just giving us a chance to be like, okay, like these are real people we're having these conversations with. It is okay to disagree. It is important that we're actually hearing each other. Um, so yeah, I, I really appreciate that you did take the time to to join us today. And uh, um, if you have any word of encouragement before you go, um, that would be awesome. If not, uh, I'll just uh, I'll record the the end bumper after this. I mean, I mean. You know, def- I definitely want to take time to thank you. And, you know, you and I have definitely uh, bonded on many levels above Godzilla, you know, music mm-hmm. and everything. And what you do with the podcast and everything, like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the podcast, absolutely. And I'm going to give you a little plug. If you haven't checked them out, go listen to them because it's good. It's good stuff. Um, I appreciate that. And, you know, you're definitely an all-around great dude, and what you do is definitely inspiring as well to me. I'm like, you know, I got to get, I mean, I, I said it before, I, I can't do the Twitter thing. I haven't tried recently, but I'm like, uh, he said Yeah, Twitter. you haven't updated since, like, October. I know. I need to get, I had to, I had to get a new phone because my phone broke, and I just, I just didn't re-download, but I'm gonna because... You said Twitter. I'm like, I got to get back on there because who knows what's been up. But in the end of it all, I think people need to realize that, you know, the one biggest thing that separates us from a lot of fandoms is that we are a family um, of brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. And, you know, we're here for each other. Uh, I will quote uh, a band throw down one of their old albums you don't have to be blood to be family (laughs) you know yeah i'm bringing it back you don't have to be blood to be family and i've told plenty of people that and i will always forever stick to it um you know my love goes out to everybody in this fandom and you know just as you i you know someone's having an issue you know come talk to us Mm. you know we don't we don't bite we don't yell, we listen and, you know, we just want to bring the love and the happiness to this community because this community is the most different one out of all. I, I'm going to completely say with full honesty here. And that's something that we need to embrace. We need to embrace this family factor that's in here. We're all brought by the same thing. And that's this big, gigantic radioactive lizard and, you know, how could, how could, what, what's not to love? What's not to love? What's not to love? So, <laughs> again, 
thank you for joining. Um, I definitely recommend following him on Instagram if you're on there. It's uh, Unite underscore Godzilla underscore fans. Uh, he is on Twitter, just not active. Um, <laughs> I'll get to it, that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, uh, we do appreciate you listening. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Kaiju Apostle Pod. And then um, we're on Facebook, but I mean, Facebook's only for political debates anyway. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we're really not doing much on there. Um, but I will take the time to announce on this episode as well. Uh, by the time this does go live, uh, we do have a Patreon page that will be up. Um, and there will be some more information on there as well, uh, including, you know, obviously what that, uh, what you would get for uh, supporting the podcast. Now, that's not something where if this doesn't work out, we're going to keep doing it. Um, but we do feel like that would not only help benefit the podcast itself, but you guys would get some awesome stuff in return. Um, but all that information is going to go ahead and uh, you can find that on Instagram um, or on our website at thekaijuapostle.com. There's a little support tab because as of right now, I don't know what that URL would be. My guess is patreon.com slash kaijuapostlepod. But I will know that by the next episode. So thank you guys so much for and gals for listening. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kaiju Apostle Podcast, Building a Bridge Edition. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Kaiju Apostle Pod, along with our website, www.thekaijuapostle.com. Our previous episodes can be streamed on all major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Also, we have officially launched our Patreon page with the release of this episode. You can find more information about that at patreon.com slash kaijuapostlepod. Again, we appreciate you listening, we appreciate your support, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.